Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. I am excited about this episode. It is titled, How Men Are Using Self-Help Tools to Finesse Women. But before we get started, I want to get into some things that are going on in my world. Um, So for one, I've been gearing up for some changes in my life. Charlie's Toolbox is upgrading. Everything in my life is upgrading. And I'm excited and a little bit anxious Because, you know, this change, it just, it always brings anxiety. And even though I know I am capable, anytime I am out of my comfort zone, I get a little anxiety until I'm settled. So what I've been doing, I've been reading a lot to try to cope with these feelings. And I read a post the other day about anxiety and it stated that sometimes anxiety feels like excitement. They have the same feeling in the body. So instead of labeling my anxiety as anxiety, I've been labeling it as excitement. I am excited about these new things that are coming. I'm not anxious about them. I'm excited. And it helps me have a better perspective of my emotions. I've also found strategies to prepare me for different possibilities. When I plan for possibilities, I at least have some type of go-to strategy that can help me when I'm in a bind or when I feel like I'm about to fail, I have something to fall back on immediately. And though I know I can't control everything, I feel like it is a smart thing to have something to fall back on if something should arise. So a couple, three to four plans or three to four options that you have if something were to happen is a great way to bring you know, comfortability, stability, stability, and feel okay with these new changes that are happening. So this is how I accept all things that are new and work with change and evolution. And I hope that this brings some type of insight into any changes that you may be uh, feeling in the future. So the song of the week Let's get into the song of the week. It is by Megan The Stallion, Southside Royalty Freestyle. I love this song. It is a very good song. It reminds me of growing up in the South. It reminds me of riding up around in my dad's Cadillac with spokes. My dad was a caddy guy. Um, it reminds me of feeling a beautiful day in the South where you're just riding on the highway and you see all this luscious trees that are being pushed by the wind and you have good music as a, a background to your experience. It just reminds me of those moments. And I also appreciate Houston as a city. My good, one of my good, 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 good guy friends is from Houston and his family. They are just brilliant people. They're smart. They're just kind, loving. And I think it's just a good city. I enjoy that it has a little bit of localness to it, but it also feels like a community. It also feels like a big city. And more specifically, it's 
black. It is a black city, and I like that about Houston. So shout out to Megan Thee Stallion and this Southside Royalty Freestyle. It feels good to listen to something that reminds me of my Southern home. So let's get into these main topics. Um, I want to talk about how men are using self-help to finesse women. This is a new thing that I've been seeing or a new trend I've been seeing arise in the dating scene. And I want to discuss these, this type, this type of guy, because it's just a new crop of men that we have to embrace ourselves and not embrace, but that we have to brace ourselves and create strategies for because it can also be a dangerous man. This man reminds me of the feminist guy. You know, you, you know who this guy is. This feminist guy, I, you know, I'm for women. I against sexism. I'm against patriarchy. He uses all the language. And then you find out later on through a Twitter thread, through a article, through a friend of a friend that he only uses the language to infiltrate these spaces, but ultimately he is abusing the women around him. And I think that this new Mr. Self-Help, Mr. I Go to Therapy guy is using the same strategy. So let's get started. Um, You are a single girl dating, okay? And you have a general idea of the type of men you are meeting. But this new version it recently popped up. This new version, he knows the language. He knows everything. He tells you about moments where he was gaslit in a relationship or gaslit at work. He tells you how he had to call out a friend for being toxic. He was a to- he um, displayed traits of toxic masculinity. He tells you about all the time he put into working on himself. He tells you that he understands why he does the things he does. And he has great emotional intelligence. And when you hear this, you think, great, God damn. Yes, this is what I've been looking for. You've dated too many men who had the emotional intelligence of a rock. So you take a deep breath. Because that is a big part of the battle and it's already done. He already did the work and he's just presenting his full self to you. You don't have to teach him. You don't have to dig. You don't have to do any of those things that you've done in the past. You can simply focus on enjoying this person. Mr. Self-Help and Mr. Therapy is this latest iteration of strategies that men are using to gain your trust. He is our latest iteration of narcissist. He goes to therapy not to improve, but to absorb all the tools his therapist has given him and use them to manipulate you. Mr. Therapy is similar to Mr. Feminist, like I mentioned before. He uses the language to gain your trust, and then he manipulates and exploits you to his favor. Narcissists love to use Mr. Feminism and Mr. Therapy to gain adoration. That is because it helps them get what they want faster out of women, which is what heterosexual narcissists love. Narcissism, according to psychology today, is characterized by a grandiose sense of self-importance, a lack of empathy for others, and a need for excessive admiration, and the belief that one is unique and deserving of social treatment. 
Narcissists always love and always need a new form of supply, which is a new person who can adore them, give them praise, make them feel special. So it makes sense why they would use this type of language, these tools, these tactics to invade these spaces. They know that overall, men aren't adopting these virtues. And as a result, it makes them look special. They stick out as good, as deserving, as wow, this is one of those men that are actually doing the work and actually trying to help women in the world. They're trying to make this world safe for us. And by doing the work and challenging other men who don't do the work. And when you go on dates with this guy, he just he just uh, fills the conversation with emotional intelligence. He tells you about his day, the emotional dynamic, and you become super super impressed by his ability to drill down to the crux of the problem and figure out a solution. But after a few months, you realize something is up. Something is up. You see that the conversation is often guided. and You don't quite know anything about him. And when you pry and when you dig deep and when you highlight uncomfortable truths, you notice he wiggles, he dodges the questions, or he get angry and he just disappears. You didn't recognize this reaction at first because you weren't really praying, paying that much attention. I mean, you were paying attention. You were just paying attention to the vital things that you could tell your girlfriends, like his job, his height, salary, salary, education, and basically, you know, basically all the surface stuff and surface information that you can, you know, share with your girlfriend so you could be giddy about, which is nothing wrong with that. But you are not paying attention to the details or else you'd notice that he left a lot out. These maneuvers are why time is always on your side. I know many of you want to hurry and get in a new relationship because we all love love. Love is beautiful. It feels good being it. Who We all want to be adored. We all want to have someone to wake up to and share our life with. But time is always your friend. Time allows you to double check facts. Time will force those who are lying to drop the mask. Time will show you the difference between actions and words. Time will always unravel the lie and reveal the truth. So stop looking at time as a hindrance to your goal and instead look at it as assistance to your dating goals. It assists you in seeking and finding the truth and when you are dating any man, you want the truth. You want who they are. Now, back to Mr. Therapy, Mr. Self-Help. Initially, I will say he isn't a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy in the way that other men are. He doesn't ignore you. He gives you attention. He tells you he likes you. He may even ask you to be his girlfriend, but his real character starts to slowly show. Whenever there's a pressing issue or something that bothers you, something that made you think, hmm, this doesn't really make sense, he distracts you. Or 
He turns to the language of mental health and he uses it against you. He warps finding out more about his life into prying. Why are you prying? You aren't wanting to bond. You are demanding too much for him. You aren't asking questions about his life and who he is. You are doing too much. You are not allowing time to take over and slowly reveal this to you. You aren't pointing out a dislike. You are nagging. You aren't asking him to do better. You are demanding. You are pushing to get close to him while he is evading questions and using mental health language to do so. Mr. Therapy slash Mr. Self-Help, he is a dangerous man. He makes you feel comfortable, but uses your laxness to control the direction of the relationship. If he doesn't use it to control the relationship, he uses it to make himself seem more appealing to women, to you. He sells himself. He uses therapy keywords to sell himself. And he watches you perk up. He says things like, you know, things that we all want to hear. He may not believe them, but he knows you do. So he says them. And he watches you. And he looks at how you squeal and perk up whenever he mentions doing the work. He looks at how easy he has gained access to you by saying, I went to therapy. I have emotional intelligence. I know what toxic masculinity is. And I don't. And I challenge my friends. Mr. Therapy has quiet, subtle red flags that you should be aware of, and I will outline them. Number one, he tries to control the direction or pace of the relationship. Number two, he asks you to compromise while he actually never compromises anything. Number three, he doesn't tell you anything about himself. Number four, he makes someone else the bad guy and you the savior. Savior. He says all his exes didn't understand him or they left him or they didn't want to be him. But you, you see him. Number five, he lies early on and convinces you. It's not that big of a deal. I'm, we're dating. I'm so sorry. I thought I could have that wiggle room. He escapes Number six, he escapes questioning by using keywords the mental health community uses. Number seven, he is, he self-proclaims himself a good man. And all his partners didn't see that. And they randomly turned away from him. Number eight, he asked for vulnerability and connection while doing the opposite and creating no space for it. Number nine, you feel crazy. Or you feel like you're being gaslit. Every time you're around him, something's up. But you you cannot put your finger on it and you try to speak about it. But, you know, maybe you're thinking too much of it. Maybe you're being too critical and you should allow things to flow. Number 10, when you try to explain your problem with him, it's hard to explain it. You don't you know there's something wrong, but you, you can't really detail what it is. You can't really put your finger on it because he's done such a great job at hiding truths and falling behind mental health 
words and language. So you don't really know how to articulate what the problem is, but you feel it in your body from your head to your feet. Mr. Therapy is like Mr. Feminism in in so, insofar as he masks everything until he gets what he wants. So when dating this guy, be in no rush and figure out who these people are deep down in their core. And I won't say that taking your time and doing these things will guarantee safety, but at least you are aware. At least you are uh, capable of spotting some red flags or your antennas are like, "Mm, that's not uh, what a normal, healthy person would do. And you want to have that knowledge on your side so that when you come across this guy, you're not so open and gullible to him because you know that this may be a mask that he's putting on so that he can gain access to you. So on that note, you all take care, be smart, and let time be on your side. Goodbye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.